Welcome to Military Network Radio, where we'll bring dynamic interviews and fresh information about topics affecting your quality of life at each stage of your military service. Join us each week for information of value that improves your outlook, actions, and encourages each member of the family. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Everyone serves, and together we make a difference. And now, here's your host, Linda Crater. Welcome to Military Network Radio. We are so glad that you have joined us this morning. We have a very popular topic today to discuss, and so many people that we know have benefited from this topic, which I won't hold in suspense any longer. We're going to be talking about art therapy today and the use of the expressive arts for health and well-being, and especially for those who use this as a complementary therapy, um, a way to express their thoughts about uh, war, uh, peace, reintegration into the family, uh, conflicts within themselves, all sorts of things that have to do with strong mental health, resilience, feeling good about yourself again after perhaps moral injury and just the changes that combat bring to not only the veteran but to the, to the family as well. I am joined today by Tassambra Kimes. Good morning, Ty. Good morning, Linda. You know, I... I've experienced as a caregiver, mm-hmm. you know, the, the value of art therapy, you know, the painting, it's just, mm-hmm. it, there's just something about it. Plus, I mean, usually they add a glass of wine, so that helps too, <laughs> but, but it's just really good for vets, family members. I mean, everyone benefits. So I'm, I'm happy about this show today. I, I am too. And it's taken me time to find the right person to be our expert today. And I'm, I'm really pleased that we have on such an experienced person to talk with us today. But let's talk a little bit more about where the value, you said you enjoyed it personally. The studies are showing that it helps with expressing psychological and even physical traumas, works really well with PTS, traumatic brain injury, and depression, something that is not com- com- was it conceived to be mm-hmm. a service-related problem. But how many people come back and they are depressed? They're not themselves. They're having an- adjustments. It's ambiguous loss on the part of everyone in the family because things are now different. And right. this has been proven to be a very good, strong, complementary therapy, as you mentioned, not just for veterans, but also for spouses, caregivers, mm-hmm. and children. And, you know, I think it's it's such a, for me, when I experienced it, it's, it was a group of other caregivers. So I'm surrounded by others who can, you know, they've experienced and gone through similar things that I have gone through. Mm-hmm. So it's non-threatening. And you know, I don't have to really say anything. I can just express whatever I'm doing with my hands and, you know, and through the art. And so it's, it's just, it's really, how do you say it? It's just therapeutic. I mean, I don't give anything <laughs> good other, work. you know, it's just, yeah, it's, it's very really good. good. Work. You know, what I also love though, is by being able to express your feelings, whether it's in mm-hmm. art or in music, um, any, any acting, you know, any, kind of expressive arts, including writing, you end up with being able to sleep better, lessening depression and anxiety. And it helps often even with impulse control, 
improves concentration. So there's a lot of enrichment with art, which is why, as you know, we've seen over the years, arts and music leaving mm-hmm. the grade schools and that kind of thing. I, I think we're losing a lot of our heritage when we are not accepting that those are essentials to health and wellness, not just the rote math, reading, you know, social studies, those kinds of things. Exactly. So I, I really think that the personal expression gives you an opportunity to show what you're feeling without saying it in words, as you already mentioned. Mm -hmm. And that also is perhaps a gentler way of letting out some really caustic possible feelings that are still within some people and and doing it in a way that is not harmful to anyone around them. I think that's very, very important. We know that there's a lot of incidents where anger and aggression are released in less healthy ways. Right. And so this is another option to take that place. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think, um, especially when you're, when you're talking about the kids. But for me, while you were talking, I was thinking, you know, sometimes you don't know how to express some of the emotions or you don't even know how to deal with them. And so by practicing and by, you know, participating and any type of 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 of, of, of arts, it is, you know it is it is helpful, um, you know not only to be able to express those, but maybe even to define them. I mm-hmm. think where you can't even put it to words. It's like I don't know what I'm feeling. <laughs> I need to get it out somehow, and like you said, in a safe manner, and 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 it is it's helpful. And I know the the kids love it. Uh, last mm-hmm. year I did a uh, a theater class for. Mm a drop for uh, kids, fourth and fifth grade students. And I didn't do it again this year, but every time I see them, they keep asking, are we going to do it again? Are we going to do it again? But they, they loved it and, it. and it did give them an opportunity to, you know, I mean, we practice breathing exercises and just, you know, how to, how to deal with those emotions and how to be in them, you know, and that it's okay to feel certain things. And sometimes I think too, especially when you, you consider, you know, the military aspect of it, you know, it's not okay. You may think certain, well, for me, as a caregiver, I didn't feel like it was okay for me to think certain things mm-hmm. and to feel certain things, but, but it is, it is okay. And, you know, you know, the art, they help. Absolutely. So. And I think the camaraderie is very important. And also oh, when you're doing something else and you're expressing something that you're either writing or, or music or uh, painting, mm-hmm. you're more apt to feel open to talking because you're not, you're doing something else. It's, I always laugh because I, I remember my teenagers, if I had them in the car, they would talk to me. If they had to face me across the dinner table, that was less effective at talk therapy. So as a complementary therapy, this can give the release that so many need. And I think these complementary therapies are just becoming so vitally important to add because you need a combination sometimes to make a difference. So let's introduce our guest today. We have the right guest today. I'm very excited. I really am. We're talking to Major Mac Maxim today, and I'll let you tell, I'll let him tell you his story. And he is the founder of the Veterans Arts Center of Tampa Bay, which we're going to be talking a lot about the model that that is using because it's such a comprehensive one. And so we're going to be relating overall to the value and benefit 
of Art Therapy and Arts and Healing. And we will be talking with Mac today, and we're so delighted. Mac, welcome to Military Network Radio. Good morning, everyone. How is everybody doing? I think we're doing just fine (laughs) and eager to hear more. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. I appreciate you inviting me and uh, talking about this endeavor for our military and veterans and families, as well as everybody, as we include this uh, mission and uh, this need and a value for uh, these ongoing issues of conflict and and service as well. So I'm just grunting along doing some stuff right now that I think is important. And um, it just takes time to get where the point that we are at right now and um, getting ready to launch a grand opening in March 25th. But it's actually taken about three years since 2014, uh, developing the organization from the ground up. Um, A little story here, uh, going back, I was uh, in U.S. Army Cadet Command, and they were expanding programs across the nation. I was up at USF Tampa campus, and an opportunity came for a program to be developed at USF St. Petersburg campus. I volunteered to do that. I came down with a government van and a laptop. That was it. And um, I would always say that I felt like I was dances with the wolves. I was that union officer way out there with no support. I was alone, uh, but I wasn't alone. And uh, and, and so I, I said, OK, what do I got to do? I had to develop this organization from the ground up, recruiting, programming, um, but that first year was very interesting. It was very challenging, but in, in the army, you'd kind of just say, Hey, you didn't know how to make the mission. You just make it happen. Mm-hmm. Um, so I became a board member at the St. Pete museum of history. And, um, I'm a big advocate of, uh, the history and the education and the preservation for our nation, which is another thing we can talk about later, but, uh, doing f- physical fitness, with our guys and gals in downtown St. Petersburg at 5.30 and 6 a.m. in the morning, uh, there was a lot of arts in St. Pete. It's, it's a, a huge hub mm-hmm. for artists and the art, I guess, industry. Or the, so, And I was thinking to myself, it just hit me in running. And I was like, you know, there's got to be military veteran artists out there. And, uh, and then I just thought, why don't we just create something that is for military and veterans? At first, I just wanted to start a gallery, and then I passed some other things along to some of the, the uh, our centers of influence here in St. Petersburg, and I said, you know, what 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 do we have to do to to make this a, a more of a unique center? And um, so I developed some programs and got some advice. And back in 2014, that's when I launched. I, I actually incorporated the Veterans Art Center in Tampa Bay. And so, um, as long as being a board member at the St. Pete Museum of History, I secured a national photographic exhibit, which was called the American Soldier Exhibit. And that was kind of the launch pad as well. It was a historical photographic exhibit from the Civil War, but it showed the humanity of service from all of these conflicts. Perfect. Um, so as you were, this is your background portion and how yeah. this all came That's to be of interest. A, Let's take a step back, though, and look at what does arts and healing mean to you? 
as what as you have worked with so many of these veterans and families. So, so take a step back and tell us what it looks like. Um, and we have just about 30 seconds, so start and we'll continue after the first yeah, definitely. break. Well, you know, starting, you know, I've always been a supporter of the arts, but I'm not an artist. I um, collect my own specific historical artwork from World War II, World War One, more of the, the uh, yeah. Okay. That I, I apologize. I asked yeah. you that question with too little time to chat. We're going to go on our first yeah. break and we'll <laughs> be back just after a short message. Sure. And we look forward to hearing more of your answer then. Okay. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages. Hey there, it's Christine Gallagher from She's Got Clients.com. I'm really excited to share with you the first annual Get Clients Online giveaway. I have gathered a spectacular group of contributors who are providing you with amazing gifts that will help you get cash flow in clients in less time online. So I've teamed up with more than 50 other business industry leaders to bring you templates, checklists, and other valuable goodies to grow and scale a sustainable business that brings you more income with less effort. So all you need to do is head over to getclientsonlinegiveaway.com, put your name and email address in, and you'll get instant access to more than 50 free business building tools, templates, products, and services, including Facebook funnel templates, LinkedIn cheat sheets, sales scripts, and so much more. That's getclientsonlinegiveaway.com. Head over there and enjoy your free gifts. Do you ever get nervous riding in an elevator because you're afraid the cable might snap? It's entered my mind more than once. According to Elevator World magazine, on the rare occasion a cable breaks, the car won't hunge plunge to the bottom. This is because elevators have as many as 10 cables holding them up, each capable of supporting a fully loaded car. Sometimes I feel a little mischievous in elevators. Next time you're feeling like a rapscallion, try one of these little jokes. When there's only one other person in the elevator, tap them on the shoulder and then pretend it wasn't you. Push one of the buttons and pretend it gave you a shock. Or maybe start a sing-along. What's a word for a person who thinks he's funny but no one else does? Vitzel soup. I'm Carolyn Davidson and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. Serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are continuing our discussion with Major Mac Maxim, and we're talking today about the power of art therapy and healing to veterans and their families. And I asked you that question way too late in that segment. So if you could talk again about what does one of these programs look like? How do you bring them in? How do you interest people in them? And what happens when you meet with a group? So we have a program called Artist Therapy, and we've partnered with the Moyne Arts Center, and they offer dozens and dozens of various diverse courses and classes in the arts. Mm -hmm. So we have veterans or a program that will offer, we will offer classes and courses that the VATCB will front and pay for to take and complete these courses and classes. 
So they just sign a one-page simple agreement that they'll start and complete the course. But what we want is the survey. What we want is the testimonial mm -hmm. at the end of the course. But then they have an option to show their product, to talk about their product here at the center, to even potentially sell their product. There's no pressure into that. But you know, we did a uh, preview event back in September when I got back from Germany, and uh, we brought in Sergeant Staff Sergeant Howard Miller, and he's recovering or from cancer. He's 100% disabled. He's taken up photography, and he runs around uh, Tampa Bay doing sunsets and sunrises on the beach. It's mm. incredible. He doesn't talk like to talk to a lot of people and get out there. And I said, you know, Sergeant Miller, why not? I'm gonna you're gonna be the first recognized art show at the Veterans Art Center. And so we had about 80, 90 people show up for about two hours. It was great. But what you saw, what I saw, because I was watching him, mm -hmm. and he was so excited. He enlightened himself. His eyes were talking about his artwork to people. He was talking about experiences, the military. Some people bought his artwork, which I think is individualizing memorials through the arts. Um, and, and you just saw him change throughout the two to three hours of the event. But at the end of it, when we were just together, everybody was out of the center, and we're just kind of talking to each other. And he goes, sir, he goes, Mac, thank you, because I didn't know what I was. this was about. And he said, this really, really got me more excited about going out and doing other things in the arts, do, do, doing other photography. So now he's actually in Colorado. Um, and he's taking some incredible photography of eagles and, and out there. He's out there in the mountains right now. Wow. And uh, but that's just one example. Uh, we also did a this is another very powerful example. Uh, back in 2015, I knew uh, 100 year old Willie Rogers. He's at a Tuskegee Airman. And I knew wow. I know, also know a great American, a great Army vet, Chief Warrant Officer Greg Crumley. Mm -hmm. He is a. Uh, he does portraits. And I thought, you know, I said, Chief, I said, Greg, why don't you, can we do a portrait of Willie Rogers? He goes, hell yeah. And I said, great, let's go ahead and do it. Now he's 100 years old. And I, you know, I think he's going to oh get sick goodness. and all of that. So he did the portrait in about four days. I put on, you know, I had to like put on this big presentation ceremony at our museum at the St. Pete Museum of History. A couple hundred people showed up. Uh, Jen Holloway, she was the MC. She's one of our local uh, news reporters, great lady. And when I uncovered the print, or excuse me, the artwork, the portrait, I didn't look at everybody because I was uncovering the artwork. But when you heard the emotions and the, the unity and the just, the just the neatness that came out of it through all these people that saw this portrait done by Chief Warrant Officer Greg Crumley, of 100-year-old Willie Rogers, who's a mm -hmm. Tuskegee Airman, mm -hmm. was in St. Pete. That is, see, if I could do that every day or every month and just individualizing things and bringing people together and getting, causing these emotions and making people happy and talking about the experiences, that's what we're trying to do. So now, do you think, so do you think that the art works as kind of like as an icebreaker almost to kind of really get to you know, to, to share and, and talk about the stories or to talk about different things and, and just to make it, make it real or make other people's experiences is real. 
Does it work I, like that? You know what? It works so many different ways on how you want to see it or how you view it. It's like arts, you can't win and you can't lose. It's 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 open to anything that I think anybody wants to convey a message or to tell a story mm-hmm. or, you know, just to make people happy. I mean, I'm a pretty simple person. If 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 we can do this and make people in the community happy and unify it through this power, this apparatus called art, may it be written, acting, poetry, uh, digital art, uh, you know, there all these different types of art. And uh, and I'm just, like I said, I'm not an artist. I'm just kind of doing, going what things of the coincidence of my 20 years and the these things that are, are just popping up in my personal life. I'm just kind of going that I think that I see as a value, an endeavor, a need, and uh, just a unifying agent. No, everybody wins, and especially in a country that's been real divisive the last two years with this crazy election stuff. And, um, you know, I'm just trying to make a difference. I, I believe that I served 20 years and I'd rather do something than nothing. And I tell you, I'm not I'm not an expert in the nonprofit world, but I'm learning. So, <laughs> you know, I, it's it's I'm glad you mentioned poetry. There's a wonderful caregiver named Melissa Camo who wrote uh, a book of poetry and uh, as a caregiver. And it's a, a it's just a remarkable way to express a lot of the things that are not easy to express. So I imagine as as we felt uh, reading her book and other people who've written books and uh, music and paintings, etc., there must be a renewed sense of pride and achievement that goes along with producing such, as you put it, things that generate those kinds of emotions. Mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, yeah. There, there was a quote here by John Adams, and uh, I have to put it out here, but this is really kind of connects it all. And this is, a, you know, back in 1775, 74, and he says, you know, he must study politics and war that my sons may have the liberty to study mathematics and philosophy and geography, natural history and naval architecture in order to give their children a right to study painting, poetry, music, architecture, tapestry. So, I mean, he understands back in our founding fathers the value of arts. And so we fast forward to today where we're at with all the conflicts that our nation has been in. And we're still dealing with Vietnam issues of, mm-hmm. of conflict. And now um, this is just, I think, a need that we can really make a difference for Tampa Bay, make this a model for others that want to model this, this, uh, this, this programs that we have. And a lot of people think that this is a museum, and it's not. This is about healing. This is about wellness. This is about alternate therapy. Um, you know, one of our representatives, Gus, Representative Gus Bilaraka, he's put uh, some legislation forward for alternate therapy. And arts is just one piece of the pie that we can offer a veteran or a military service member or a family to get involved to, to, to heal themselves um, I'm just trying to do make a difference at the end of the day, and it's it's tough. But you know, I'm one of those army guys that you know you just keep rolling along, and we have a mission, and we're going to complete the mission, and we're going to continue on with that mission though, because there's this is not a start or end point. This is a continuum. You know, I 
as we were preparing for this program, you had a term in one of your documents that was interesting to me and I know would be interesting to our audience. What is operational art? Operation art, that's our that's our gallery. Okay. And yeah, that's that's the program. So for those artists, make it be professional artists or, or artists that are just taking on art, that's for them to showcase their artwork and to attempt and talk about their artwork and sell their artwork or when people come to see their artwork. Because that when when I saw Sergeant Miller and people came to sell his artwork, it's very something special you have to observe when you see the 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 personalities and the emotions and the behaviors into this from you know a, a, a disabled vet that used to body he's be a bodybuilder and he's lost a lot of weight and he's taken up this photography and he really doesn't like to talk to a lot of people but when that's we give them that apparatus to, for people to come into the center and see that not a museum because everything is 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 for sale or, or for just for show it's not a permanent collection because we rotate in a lot of different things for, for you know people that are creating their artworks or crafts so what are some what are some of the other things that you guys um, ro rotate in that you that you said? What are other than we actually? I mean, because art is so vast. I mean, but what? Yeah, we actually this Friday we are doing a art as healing event. We're going to do reke healing sessions, which is touch therapy. We're going to show a film from Susan Rockefeller, which is the instruments of healing. And you know what? This is where we have we're going to showcase non-veteran artists. And, and the reason why this is happening is because these non-veteran artists were so motivated to do an event at the center to be a part of the center. We want we want the community to come to the center that have not served and learn, learn about these stories. But that's where the uniqueness of the center comes in. So we're going to be showing Karen Klassen, uh, uh, Fred Wood's artwork. But there's also going to be a lot of other military and veteran artists artworks as well. But they want they're so motivated to do a fundraiser and event for the center at the center and bring people in and get more public relations and more education involved for what we're actually doing. So, so bridging the gap between civilians and the military, something that's important to do for community mm -hmm. engagement. You're exactly right. And because I don't want, you know, we don't want this to be a box. Well, this is just for military and veteran artists. This is for everybody to, again, be educated, again, like you said, bridging the gap, to be in that conduit for those that have not served, that doesn't really know what we've done in the world that we've lived in, to those that have, to, to bring everybody together, and like I said, a little bit of happiness. <laughs> yeah. Right, absolutely, and it's important to to have those moments of happiness. So art can be expressing all kinds of emotions, from fears uh -huh. to happiness, you know, and everything in between. And again, it seems to me that it would work to really strongly reduce stress. Definitely, um, we have a gentleman that is another veteran that is out in Big Bend right now on a. Uh, a, a sabbatical for the National Parks Endowment, and he's been through a lot of conflict, but he's got this grant now with the, the National Parks for the Endowment. He's going out and taking other photography. So Sorry, been, Matt, we're going to have to stop again for one? a second okay, break. Go. Got it. And we'll, take, we'll come right back after these sure. messages. You're <laughs> listening to Military Network Radio. Got it. We're Military Network Radio, and we'll be right back after these short messages.
News Daily reported a story from Career Builder that gave some humorous examples of actual job interview blunders. One Boris Norris candidate decided to take off his shoes during the interview. Probably not the best idea, even if you don't have smelly feet or podobromhidrosis. Another job applicant brought a how-to-interview book with him to the interview. Then he asked, what company is this again? And my favorite, the candidate who asked for a sip of the interviewer's coffee. That will cause a latte problems, and also it's a bit bumptious. And finally, one job applicant asked the interviewer if they could wrap it up quickly, because he had another appointment. And a special thanks to our armed forces, men and women serving at home and abroad. It's marching Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. The League of Women Voters reminds you that on Election Day, we are all equal. Please join your friends and neighbors by registering to vote and going to the polls November 8th. Visit www.vote411.org to find out who will be on your ballot and how the voting process works in your community. This election is about our future, and we all need to weigh in. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We are continuing our discussion with Major Mac Maxim about art as therapy, wellness, and healing. And one of the things that drew up um, talking with Mac was the fact that they really have a best practices program putting together not only um, artwork classes and workshops uh, and exhibits of art, but bringing together all of the expressive and performing arts together and going even internationally with that. So, Mac, let's move into some of that. Um, sure. Perhaps the, the art as therapy and esprit de corps component of the VA CTB. Exactly. We, we um, have a program where we will secure uh, exhibits, educational art exhibits, into the center. And we've proved that if you bring in these exhibits, you educate the, the public. It's not only therapeutic for uh, those that have done the exhibits, but also you're bringing in families, you're bringing in uh, the non-service members to those exhibits. Um, we've also pr- um, partnered with Heaven Drop, and we've proved that bringing in crafts and uh, having disabled vets work on crafts. And what this is, is they will do uh, jewelry and uh, crafts, art of decommissioned army parachutes. That's very unique. Um, and they also are programmed into Frankfurt, Germany, where we'll collaborate with the arts organizations and institutes in Frankfurt, along with Bundeswehr German veterans, because they they are still also doing stuff in the world in Afghanistan as well. So that's really unique. I get a lot of I get a lot of eyebrows raised on. The uh, Heaven Drop Army Parachutes and Crafts, our mm-hmm. German program, and then our educational art exhibits. Now, the last thing I do not have, which is a part of this, is exactly what we're doing here right now, is having a, a podcast, which is uh, programming talk therapy through the arts. Mm-hmm. I don't have that yet because it, it's, it's so much to do, but I will have that uh, 
on our grand opening on March. So very exciting. So talk about how you also are able to bring in the visual and performing arts into what you're doing, because these are other ways of expression. Definitely. Um, There is a a West Point lady that has done a play and she just opened it up here downtown St. Petersburg called War Virgin. It's a really neat play. She's traveling around with it. It really kind of talks about females in a deployed setting as a, as a virgin. It's, it's very comical actually. And, uh, so we'll do it. And she's done a book too. And her name is Laura Wesley, Captain Laura Wesley. And, uh, she's done a book. So we'll do a book signings at the center. We have actually about four or five guys that want to do book signings, which is the written artwork. Um, and it's not only promotion, but it makes them feel good about, you know, promoting their book, talking about their book, talking about their experiences, uh, at the center for a book signing event. And what, what better can we do is we have the resources to do that. Absolutely. Ty? Well, you mentioned um, kind of, which I'm, I'm curious about, the company that you said that makes jewelry out of uh-huh. parachutes. Is that that <laughs> sounds really yeah, interesting. Yeah. It sounds it's, really uh, neat. It's a, a heaven drop. And uh, we've gotten her a spot in the center to uh, you know showcase, sell her crafts her jewelry, and I'll tell you, the ladies line up for this jewelry, but she finds uh, decommissioned parachutes and then makes the bracelets and and the uh, jewelry and the necklaces and other crafts out of these army parachutes. And it is nice, because what you think of an army parachute is this, but when you see the products, you're like, you're like, and the the ladies, especially the nice old ladies, they just line up for it, because, you know, all the ladies like jewelry. But I see it as a, a unique <laughs> model, you know, and I and I see it as a unique model for the center, which is craft art, and it's unique. And well, so you're, you're talking about wearable art, and yeah, so that's yeah. that's yeah. A, a wonderful way to also express. So I, I love how all encompassing and comprehensive your definition of arts is to this. Now I, I would love to ask a question about how do the veterans that you're working in, as they become part of a program in no matter which medium that they're working in, do you see changes over time? If they come to you as, you know, just, I'm going to try this because I, I, I need, I, I'm not myself yet and I would like to become more of what I was. Do you see the changes or it, as, is it gradual um, or do you immediately see the benefit of the art therapy and the camaraderie? It group. all depends on the, on the service member. Uh, you know, I just met a, a Navy veteran, and he just found out about the center, and mm-hmm. he contributes art to saving his life. He was uh, medically, uh, he's had some uh, medical issues, became homeless, and he just found out about this about three weeks ago. And and he was so motivated and so excited to get uh, three or four pieces of his, of his artwork here. And, um, you know, again, these are just stories that, uh, we're we're just uncovering and capturing. We want people to come to the center and walk in too, as well. But Larry Busby, I mean, he's a park ranger here uh, in in Tampa, and he's used this this photography in Tampa Bay as well. A lot of the, these younger guys are doing photography because it's it's you know it's it's technological and it's the new thing, digital arts and all of that. But uh, mm-hmm. when you saw him come in with his artwork, and he was again so thankful, so appreciative. And just happy to bring some of his artwork up in. And he was like, look, I don't, I'm just happy that you're doing this, Mac. 
And I'm just so grateful that you're you we have we meaning military veterans in the community, we have a place for guys that could come and you know take uh, uh, opportunity for our resources, our programs, but a place that they had they could feel nice and happy about themselves of doing their artwork or craft or even their yeah. their their books and, and poetry. You know, it's so I, wonderful that they see a value in it. I mean, mm-hmm. hearing that you're doing it for them. And, you know, nothing, it's coming straight from the source. So it's so helpful that they see a value in it because it is a valuable thing. Um, do you hear the same thing from family members as well? Um, yeah, we have a board member we just brought him on and his mother just came in uh, two days ago. And, and he, he's, uh, he plays the trumpet, but he's actually on our board of trustee and all. So it, it's neat to see the mother come in and, 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 and just, you know, donate a wreath for the holidays, but she was like, I can't believe what you're doing, Max. <laughs> this is exactly what we, we've been missing. And that's another thing is I hear a lot of folks out there and saying, where have you been? Where, why hasn't it been done in, in the past? But I'll tell you, I'm, I'm pioneer. I feel I'm pioneering the model. I feel like, you know, we, we, as a leader, we, we have to take that, that tip, that spearhead to encompass change to get results and, you know, again, make people happy or, or cry in a good emotions and, and to uh, actually maybe save some people too. Cause you know, we have a very um, uh, epidemic right now with veteran suicides. So if we can save those through the arts, hell we're doing our mission. And um, yeah. It's true. Matt, I just have a question for you. I mean, we do sure. know that suicide rates are higher among the older veterans. So do you also perform outreach into the community or into the nation? Because if people do not know about something, they don't know where to get the help or how to start a center like yours. I mean, that's one of the reasons we're doing the program today, because it did seem like such a a really workable model that was making a difference. So, so often veterans, things don't come to them so do you do the outreach that is necessary? Because if you build it, they won't necessarily come. Right. How do you reach people in the community and elsewhere, uh, other than obviously something like today's show? How do you bring them together? How do you reach the veterans of different eras? How is it all word of mouth? It's, it's, it's a little bit of combination of everything because I have not put a lot of funding into our uh, the, the marketing or PR advertisement campaign because I'd rather send guys to courses and classes at the Dunning and Fine Arts at the at the Morian. That's our mission. Mm-hmm. That'll all come. And you know, when we've gotten our home, things are starting to change because now you see the chatter on Facebook, uh, on Twitter. You, you we're doing things like this, which I, I this is great. I appreciate it. Um, and uh, once we have the funding, then we'll we'll blast it out to nationwide. But I'll tell you, we are bringing in an intern from New Mexico in January. She just called me up. She was in Peru like about a month ago. Mm-hmm. She called me from Peru and she said, I, I heard about what you're doing. I want to intern at your center. I says, great. So she's going to be here for uh, she's going to she's an art, art therapist in her master's degree. And she wants to help out veterans. But I mean, she got a, we got a call from 
Peru. And, and I've had it's these, pretty, that's wonderful. Yeah, and, and, and these are just things that are just prodding up. We have a gentleman, uh, David Hawksford in Virginia. He's, he wants to come down for the grand opening. He's been following on Facebook. He's like, I'm going to take my bike. I'm going to mail your, my artwork down for the grand opening. This is awesome what you're doing. And he lives uh, up in Virginia. It's, it's it, this is, these are just little things that are starting to pop up across the nation. And, uh, and, and this is what we want. We want, you know, this type of activity and, and communication and interest. And like I said, I haven't even really launched a huge uh, statewide or national advertisement or PR campa- campaign right now. Okay, so, Matt, a question yes, for you. How you have worked with, I, I assume, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but tell me, um, how does this work to help those with uh, TBIs, traumatic brain injuries? with some of the spatial, is it more of a, like a, a therapy uh, for them? Yeah, it's, you know, again, plasticity improvements, I mean, recovery of function, how does that work? Well, I, I think what, what we have is we have the, um, the Spinal Cord Injury Center here at the VA at, at James Haley in Tampa. Mm-hmm. So we really work with the VAs at, at, uh, at Bay Pines, which is only a few miles away. But also James Haley. There's two big VAs here that really are are they're good VA. Everybody's complaining about the VA, but I'll tell you, you know, nobody's trying to do the wrong thing at the end of the day. But so the the data that we work with from uh, like Rachel Brink, who is one of the recreational art therapists in, at Bay Pines, she she sends us artists. But you know, I, I think it's I I think it's uh, I'm not I don't get into the medical side. That's not really my you know, it's that's the HIPAA. And I don't want to, you know, I don't get involved with that because I, I don't have any doctorate degrees or any type of health background. I'm a field artillery officer that's just right. feeling like you want to do this and going through the grunt work of standing up the, the, the organization. But um, to answer your question with that is that I, I don't I don't think I've had a brain injury. I'm sure maybe I have a brain injury myself because I'm crazy. But <laughs> <laughs> But, see, that's a little joke there. Hopefully everyone will get that. But, but you know, for those that, that have been through concussions and other blasts and, you know, I, you know, I've been through a lot of blasts in the artillery world, too, or, or you know, with, with all the cannons and howitzers going off all the time. But um, I, I think that if, if we do and we get a traumatic brain injury, you know, that's where we'll reach out to. The, the the professional art therapists and those right. that are knowledgeable with that like Perfect. for instance I'm, I'm sorry we're coming up on another break we will okay, be right it. back we have okay. a few short messages and we'll be right back you're listening to military network radio okay. we're military network radio and we'll be right back after these short messages Listen, something is brewing. The beautiful business evolution is coming. The way we do business is about to change for the better forever. This is real business at its very best. On Beautiful Business Radio, you will learn what it means to truly prosper, how to nourish yourself and your business, how to earn what you deserve and make a difference in the world. The tide is rising. The change is here. Discover a new way to live, love, and partner with yourself and your business on Philip 
Tampa Rollins presents Beautiful Business Radio, where you matter and your business thrives every Tuesday at 3 p.m. Central Standard Time, only here on the WooHoo Radio Network. for a long time that diamonds are precious or worth a lot of due to rumors. That means money. Did you ever wonder how a polished pebble becomes one of the most expensive things on earth? Two centuries ago, diamonds were worn only by royalty. But in 1870, miners discovered huge deposits of diamonds in South Africa. And soon after, the diamond market was flooded. That's when a man named Cecil Rhodes started buying up shares of the diamond mines. Eighteen years later, Rhodes controlled the entire South African supply of diamonds. He started his own newspaper and magazine articles with clever ad campaigns about cut, clarity, color, and carrot. He also convinced women that they weren't truly engaged to be married without a diamond ring. It's Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back to Military Network Radio, serving the military, their families, and those who care about them. Together, we make a difference. Welcome back to Military Network Radio. We were talking before the break about the help that this can be for either cognitive therapy or just peace, calm, and quiet um, ways to express. But, you know, Mac, as you've worked with people, what do you see as the benefits emotionally? And then because emotions affect physical conditions in some cases, what are the sort of things that you see as improvements uh, in health and well-being? Um, I think it's uh, resilience. I think that, uh, you know, combating psychological and, and physical trauma, whatever it may be, it could be combat or not. I think that mm-hmm. you you see this change in people's personalities, uh, but you see things differently in each individual, in each individual situation. But you see growth. You see something that actually is a seed that pops out. And that's what I kind of see this pattern develop through the guys and gals that have come to the center of that we've helped out with. That's the neat part of that is that something is hidden that may be a scar or a wound, PTS, PTSD, but and those things can be managed, I believe. Um, we always talk about transition. I don't think we ever transition from the military. <laughs> we're always soldiers. We're Marines. We're sailors. We have to transition in certain things, yes. But – when things, bad things happen and traumatic things happen, then, you know, you can go this route or this route or whatever routes you take. But when you start to see this uh, process from the arts and you, when somebody takes up arts that hasn't taken up arts, a lot of people, a lot of guys like, oh, I'm not a Picasso. You don't have to be. Mm-hmm. Take clay, take glass blowing, take, take something that interest you at, at all of these organizations that we support. Um, and then when they come back and say, I didn't know that I really like this. And that's exactly, you, you got to think, and we got to get these guys and gals to think outside the box, give it a chance. Right. Give that opportunity. To, why not? If, you know, if, if you don't like it, then take something else. But at least as long as you try to do it, you attempted to do it. Cause that's a big thing. Why, instead of, 
this thing I'm doing right now, at least I, I'm doing, I'm trying to do it instead of talking about it. A lot of people think, just talk about stuff. Well, let's go ahead and do it. Let's, let's try to make a change in a difference for this, this thing called service, good, bad, and the ugly. Right. And through the arts, I believe this is one of the ways and methods to improve our, 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 our template, our, our readiness, our retention, our reintegration into civilian life. Um, so Major Max is trying to make a difference at the end of the day, I feel. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you are, it I sounds like. I keep saying like. that, though, because I, I just do. I, I know. And nobody, I'm not, I'm, I, nobody's asked me to tell me, to, nobody's ordered me to do this. And nobody's told me to do it. I'm going based off of what I believe is a niche, a value, a need, and to help our service members by bringing in the civilian sector together. I think it's good to tie tie it all in. And you're right. I think it is needed. Um, you know, I've I've done the painting classes and and done a little bit of the the art therapy my husband who's a veteran he he'd probably be one of those that would be like oh i don't know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> if this would be my thing but i think once he got into it, or at least tried it i think he would he would benefit from it not only would he like it i think that there are there are benefits um and so i think that's really important to to mention yeah. too that there are benefits and in, in, in trying it out even just kind of getting out there and, and so go ahead my mother, for instance, just my mom is not not a service member, but she's taken up art and it's paint by numbers and she's checking out this stuff. And even though it's little, you know, she's painting by numbers, she's doing an artwork at the end and she's framing it. But she's like, she goes, Scott, I didn't know that how therapeutic this ha has been to me. And that's just for my mom. And she's she hasn't done a piece of artwork in her lifetime. So she's just following some things that I think that, you know, maybe I'm trying to pass along to my mother. Well, I, I can relate as a child. I <laughs> loved the paint by number. I thought they were marvelous. I think, though, you're you're tapping into something that has been growing in the community at large. I mean, look at all these adult coloring books. Yep, that's right. Used for calming and, and mm -hmm. uh, centering and, and as a break, as respite. I think our minds are bombarded these days with technology and it, you're tied to your technology and it's instant and we don't take the time to slow down sometimes. Sometimes it's just the act of slowing down mm -hmm. that you find you can express yourself. Otherwise, one of the hallmarks of dealing with PTSD is busy. You stay busy, you stay focused, you don't allow that to enter your mind. It's, a, it's an avoidance portion. So I think that some of this is being still and feeding into that spiritual component. So mind, body, spirit, it, we are strongest when we use all three legs of that stool. Would you agree? No, I, I probably 100% agree with you on that because uh, I know I stay busy. But if I'm dormant and I'm, not think and I'm thinking about stuff, then, you know, it, it's that it, you go into your dark realm. Mm -hmm. um, and so I stream remain, you know, incredibly active and always doing something. But see, I'm hyperactive and uh, I'm just always going, I'm, I, you know, because it's like I always feel like a, 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 a wheel. If the wheel is turning, then you're going somewhere. But if the wheel is not turning, you're not going anywhere. And then you're stagnant, you're stagnant right? and you're mm -hmm. stuck. And then nothing's happening to you, your future, your family, and that's not good. 
I think it's important not to be idle, you know, Mm -hmm. because when you are idle, you know, especially, you know, as a, as a veteran, as a caregiver, as, you know, it's just anyone dealing with, you know, tons of stressors, tons of factors. When you're idle, Mm -hmm. you're, you're left alone with your own thoughts. And sometimes that's, that's not a good thing, you know? So I think, you know, the art therapy, you know, the art classes and whether it's the photography or whether it's, you know, painting by the numbers or just doing uh-huh. anything. It, it, it is, it's kind of, it, it helps you do things when you really, do, I mean, it helps you slow down when you don't think that you're slowing down. Uh-huh. So it's, you know, it's an act of, of doing, but, you know, you can just kind of finally be and rest and, and get in those moments. And it's, and it's just I- so good. I think it's sometimes I, I for me I think it's a hard sell sometimes because uh, I think people think the arts is you know these these museums and you know what they have in Europe and all of that and I think the through education and coming to the center the light bulb totally turns on and when people walk in and I always ask people what were you thinking about before you walked in? What was your, what were your, what were your perceptions before you walked in? Well, mm-hmm. we thought this was, what was, was this museum and this, this type of stuff. And I said, well, that's exactly where we have to, you know, dispel myths and we have to educate about our center. And it's, it's about healing. It's about wellness. It's about therapy. It's about alternate options. It's about all of these things um, that act as a, an, 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 an agent to what we're, what our, what our issues are for service and what we're in the world and war and conflict and all those, these, these things that, that come to the plate. But, um, and it's been a challenge because a lot of days I wake up and I'm like, gosh, what did I get myself into sometimes? Cause you know, we have to fundraise, we have right. to get, you know, I have to sell, you know, sponsorships and I have to sell our programs and our mission. But I think when people really get it out there and they get it, then they understand this, this huge significance that we're trying to do. When they see the value in it, that's, that's your selling point there. I think, you know, hearing those stories and you have so many great stories to tell, I, I would just encourage you to keep on telling those stories mm-hmm. and people and I have will to, definitely get it. I have to back words here because we talked about Willie Rogers and I will say that he just passed away two weeks ago. Oh. And, and, uh, but you know, I, I, we went to the funeral and his, and they displayed his portrait mm. funeral. See, that's what it's this legacy we're trying. And, you know, that we did see the thing is we did that before he passed away and that was meaningful to, to his family. Right. It was at his funeral. And you know what? It's something that the family can have for their generations. And that was something special as a memorable experience for Willie Rogers and Chief Warrant Officer Greg Crumley through this specific portrait. Mm. So I had to put that out there because Willie Rogers did. He this is a sad thing, but he was a hundred years old. But right. uh, yeah. So that's fantastic. As our listeners are contemplating all that they've heard this morning, there may be those in the who are thinking they would like to learn more about how how you've done this and, and how to bring another one to play. And I certainly know that there are listeners who are looking to find out more information. Where do they find that? Where, what's the website? Sure. It's uh, org. 
Mm-hmm. And that's just the acronym Veterans Arts Center Tampa Bay. I don't want to have everybody write it out <laughs> to when they type it in online. Because <laughs> they'll be like, right. oh, gosh, I got to write this thing out. No, VACTV.org. And it's on my website and the contact page as well. Reach out to me. And uh, my email, can I do my email? You can do whatever uh, you like. And my email is Mac, M-A-C-K, at vactb.org. And that's my, e- my email, Mac at vactb.org. Please reach out because I'm willing to try to discuss this program, this model. Actually, there's a gentleman in, in San Antonio, uh, Colonel, Lieutenant, Lieutenant Colonel Dan Garcia, and he's been following me on all this. And he's kind of interested in, in doing something at, uh, like this model in San Antonio, Texas. So we'll see where that goes on to that one. But it's neat. It's neat to get that type of interest because people are watching and people are interested. And uh, wait till our grand opening where we really blast this sucker out. And we'll really 2017 is going to be our banner year, though. It will be our our launching year where we do incredible exhibits. We're doing a huge humanities grant at USF St. Pete campus. We're going to bring in some really neat uh, uh, educational art exhibits. We're going to do some uh, activities outside of the center, which is performances and concerts. So it's a big year, 2017. Get ready. <laughs> Mac, with your energy, I have a feeling every year will be a good year. Yes. I, I, I really do. Thank you so much for sharing with us the, the value of arts and, and how it affects us with both emotional and uh, physical healing, uh, quietness, stillness, all for health and wellness, and, and it helps our military to sustain themselves. I mean, all of this is very important. Life can be challenging, but how you respond to it can make a big difference. So having an outlet for creative expression really very, very valuable. So thank you so much for being on with us today, and we will welcome you back to another show next week where we will have another interesting topic for you. And we wanted to thank you again for listening to Military Network Radio. And Mac, thanks again for your participation today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in today to Military Network Radio. You can find our show at our website, www.toginet.com forward slash Military Network Radio. Also, www.militarynetworkradio.com. And in iTunes under Military Network Radio. Join us next week when we bring you another program to enhance